Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. The Demola, whose name is being screamed out in that audio, was lying cold dead on the floor. He was participating in an election somewhere in Nigeria. He, however, never lived to witness the outcome of that election as a result of violence. Violence is a feature of political life everywhere around the world. Only that politics-related violence varies in intensity, scope and dimension from one political system to another. In the Nigerian political system, elections are usually marred by bloodshed and violence, no matter how much peace is preached, ranging from ballot box snatching to attack on innocent voters who have come to exercise their franchise. Most Nigerians have experienced some form of violence or another. Abba Salihugaru had to spend the night away from home at some point because of election violence. Let's listen to his story. My name is Abbasali Ugaru from Kano State Kabo Local Government. I have found myself in different times in this political violence that many people should come in this such uh, violence and uh, something that will happen that I was there in my presence. I can remember in 2019 when the, uh, we are making the results, we are gathering results that we are getting from the other side of uh, local government of Kano State. We once started to celebrate within our area, and those dogs come and uh, started to beat us. And we ran on that day. I can show you that I never sleep in my house, and that's 2019. At the same 2019, I can remember when the gubernatorial election was declared inconclusive. I was there when you, I can see a number of you, about a hundred number of you, were supplied as a top and supplied to Gamma. Gamma, that is Nasarawa local government. And this is very serious case that is taking back our society. It is always taking back the development of our youth. They don't have time to do something which is better that will develop our society. They are only there for, for this political violence. They will come and beat you. They don't care who you ever you are. On that time, I can remember uh, when I never slept in my house that those people who beat me, I even know them. They know me. I know them, but just because they are supporting someone who already lost the election by all the way, uh, and I could just come forward to celebrate, and that make them raise just because someone has lost election. Now they are ready to do anything, but. That violence to them is nothing. But to me, it is very serious that uh, the thing is very shameful that this happened to me. Uh, they beat me. They even crashed my glass for motor. On that time, it was two horses. What I sent the glass was 20,000 naira. So it was very shameful, seriously. It, was, it also happened, if I can remember, in 2007. I was there in Garo when things happened like this. We are in the primary. We are in the line of election. That as the election is going, the other political side thinks that they don't have the, they are not on the three side. So they don't stand a talk. Come and beat anyone who is on the line. And later on, we are there, they carry out ballot papers and take it away from the center. And they, all these things have happened while I'm present in there in the election day. Wow. So was it just you? Now, this is your personal experience. Very touching now. Was it just you who experienced it or people around there had to run for safety? 
Yes, um, uh, as it is happened to me, yes. And we, like say, the people within that area, we can come forward to tell them this. Mm. But you know, say, we, you know that things, they are there, and those who stand with them are those in the government. So you cannot even defend yourself. Because if you tell them to court or whatever, or police or whatever, they can't do anything to them. But did this stop him from voting? Seriously, me as a politician, that I know that these kind of things will be happening to me anytime. Whether once I believe that I'm the politician and I will come out every time to do it, I know that thing will happen to me. But there is a lot of people that from that time they are saying that they will never vote again. And they are not coming out to vote for anybody. No matter how qualitative you are, once you consult, if it is a lesson that you will come to the, to the polling unit and vote, they will not come out. Why? Because they fear talk. They fear that electoral violence. But to me, no matter what happened, I must come out again because I know what election is all about. I like democracy. I like it because I know that's the way that will bring returns for me. But many percent, many people, I can tell you, say about 50 or 60 percent will not come out because of that violence. Okay. But you said you're a politician, right? I'm a politician. And now you have also accused politicians of sending these thugs. Why? Of course. You have a, you're a politician, so it means politicians had, are known. You've said it, that politicians send these thugs. Why? Why is it done? That's that, that what I'm telling you. In the most cases, those who are in government, uh, they wanted it no matter how they want to go for the second term or for the third term, that is for those who are in the National Assembly, for the House of Race, Senators, or uh, something like these houses. Uh, those in the, uh, like, executive, uh, uh, they want to go for the second term. If they think that they can lose the first and the second election, they can use talk to send them, that they can come and beat anyone who will not vote for them. So they can do anything to maintain their position in power. Hope you understand. Yes. So these kind of people are not sending the talk. I'm not saying that your opposition party are not sending the talk. No. I can't say that I'm perfect, but in the most cases, by 80%, it is those in power that use their power to send the talk. Because they know that there are those who have the police, there are those who have the court, have everything. So if they send their talk, whether you arrest anybody, uh, anyone who commits a political violence, whether you arrest him, it is within one, two, three hours. You will not even spend one night to yourself. How do you understand? Mm-hmm. They will bend him. He will come out, but you as an opposition party, you don't have any power for that. So that, uh, I think for this one, I will add the, uh, those who are in the power, at least we should take hard. If you lose election, just consider it. Defeat is not, you are not the beginning of the defeat. That is for you and it will not end for you. All right. So you're saying that opposition parties don't send talks. It's only the, the. I'm not saying that. I say many percentage. At okay. least 70 okay. to 80 percent. That was Abba Salihugaru talking about his passion for elections through voting, despite the fact that it has almost cost him his life twice. To Abba, it is his franchise and nothing can stop him from exercising it. But what effect does this have on voters? You are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to these and other episodes of our podcast on Sprout. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can listen in on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola and Unity FM, 93.3 in Joss. We will be going on break. Do stay.
It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our podcast on Sprouts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're talking about how election violence affects voters and by extension, the society. What exactly is election violence? I put this and more to a political analyst. My name is Joseph Ago. I'm a political analyst. Violence on election day it seems to be one factor that has characterized our election since 1999. So there's hardly any, any election that we've had in Nigeria since 1999 that has not witnessed one form of violence or the other. I mean, and the last was the council elections yesterday. I next reported violence in some parts of um, the federal capital territory. There are places where some of their ad hoc staffs were held hostage. Some of them were beaten, as a matter of fact. Some of them sustained varying degrees of injuries. So violence is one very ugly, uh, recurring, uh, ugly recurring decimal uh, in our election. All right. So um, now when we talk about violence, we always talk about how it has impacted the electoral process. But what impact does this have on the voters? We can discuss the impact, really, the impact of violence um, on our election. But I'm not I'm not going to say um, violence has not impacted or that has not fueled um Voter party violence for me. There are two uh, groups that uh, violence has really affected when it comes to election. We talk about women and vulnerable groups like uh, people with disabilities and even young uh, new voters. You know, for for women, for example, they don't feel that sense of security whenever we have elections. So a lot of them will stay at home. And for people with disability, I mean, if there's if there's an outbreak of violence, how would they run? Then, of course, you have young voters, people that are just getting uh, to vote for the first time. A lot of them are dissuaded by their parents to stay off because their parents are afraid of losing them. So uh, violence has really impacted these groups as women and uh, young people and all also people living with disabilities. But there are factors that are even more, to, to a large extent, uh, cause voter party okay. even more than uh, violence. I mean, factors like uh, perception uh, that the process is not really free and fair. You know, it's very popular. People say their votes don't count. Yeah. So there's that perception. There's also the perception that, uh, I mean, what is the difference? There's no differentiation between these political parties. Uh, some people say all these political parties are all one and the same. So if I go out on election day to stay under the sun to vote, what is this person that I'm voting for going to do differently? <laughs> So there's also that perception. And also there's that perception that um, in the end, why why should I vote? What is the, uh, what, what, what am I going to gain from, from voting? So there's that general 
laziness when it comes to citizens really fulfilling their civic uh, duties and responsibilities. Okay. Um. Now, in addition to what you just said, now I want to ask now. So, are you trying to say that? Violence is not one of the major leading causes of voters' apathy because you've mentioned women, um, the disabled, and even parents dissuading their children from coming to vote. Now, if we count the number of women, children, and even the fiscally abled and um, people who are eligible to vote but are not allowed out because of their parents, now that is enough number to actually bring out a certain level of votes for a particular candidate. So, I try and say that yeah. violence is not enough to cause voters' apathy. Yeah, but violence is not enough. There's no way we had discounted the effects of uh, violence when it comes to elections. Okay. I'll give an example. You know, we witnessed a lot of violence in rural areas. You know, places like Gogolada, there was, I mean, several uh, outbreak of violence. But in the city center, uh, voting was largely peaceful. And, I mean, since 1999, in urban areas, like urban settlements, voting has largely been peaceful. But we still saw very uh, low turnout of voters. So in rural um, areas, violence is a very, very strong cause of voter apathy. Mm. But in urban centers, in addition to violence, there is that perception that the voting counts. Uh-huh. There is the, the factor that uh, suggests that there's a difference between the party in power and the opposition political parties and so on and so forth. So violence, for me, is not the leading, is not the number one cause of voter apathy. That was Joseph Agor, a political analyst. According to Abraham Lincoln, a former U.S. president, the ballot is stronger than the bullet. So let us use our strength right. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening to everyone whose voices we heard on the show. We say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprout.com or even listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us on 0913-893-3390. If you have questions or comment, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.